This is the Heart to Heart Foundation podcast. It will be covering a walk from the geographic centre of Australia to the centre of the nation's capital in Canberra to raise awareness of the mental health issues faced by our first responders. We ask a lot of the people in our police, emergency services and all frontline workers. That takes a big toll on them and their families, which is why this walk is happening. These are just everyday people that have to do extraordinary things. These people are just like my dad. Welcome to the Heart to Heart Walk podcast. In this podcast, we're heading south. We're actually heading due south to Tassie. We're going to talk to somebody that's doing something that caught my attention that's a bit different to many other people in this same space generally, but certainly doing it differently and has a very different approach to helping others. And today we've got Pete from Due South, Tasmania on the line. G'day, Pete. G'day, mate. How are you? Yeah, very good. Thanks very much for coming on and thanks for answering my email after I'd spotted some of your handiwork on the uh, on the internet. So, I was really keen to talk to you and get some of the work that you're doing that's quite different in some ways to many others in this space out there. So I really appreciate you coming on and having a chat. Thank you for letting us on in so we can get our word out. Appreciate it. No worries at all. Now, if we look at the spectrum of, I suppose, support organisations and information that's out there for veterans and first responders across the country there's there's all sorts of different entities out there that are some big some small some rich some poor and everybody's sort of got their I suppose best intentions but it's it look it's very different in a lot of ways within these organizations in how they operate and some of the work that you're doing in the combination of the fact that you've got you know farms and retreats and and gathering places and all that sort of stuff really caught my eye but there's one big part of your story that I'm really keen to hear from you about that's setting you apart from many others and all others, as far as I know. I don't think I've ever actually come across any other that does what you do or how you do it. So could you just tell us a little bit about the Juice South entity that's down in Tassie? Yeah. Um, well, basically, uh, there's a lot of give back. So basically, we set up our private enterprise which we we pay some staff to run the private business, but the, that is the engine room that that all profits go to support Due South. Then we Due South. It actually gives Due South the facilities, then to run its own activities, do its own fundraising, and be self-supporting. So we've got two funding models within the in the in the one model, yeah. and that allows us then um, we don't have to get a, a handout to do anything. We just as a board go, is this a good idea? Yep. Let's do it. So it gives us the flexibility um, to move forward and not, a, not have our hands tied anywhere. And what we do love to say and what we are is we're, we're all volunteers. That's due south. There is, no, there is no wages and that's guaranteed and that's in our constitution. It will never happen. Yeah, right. That, and that's certainly very different in this space as, uh, you know, in, the, in our offline chat that we had about um, some of the other bigger organisations and how much money they get and, yep. you know, that's you've got a very different approach to how you're doing it here. Well, you look at some of the, the real big players, you're looking in excess of 77 to 80% just in wages and if you look really down in the figures, some of it's less than 3% is actually going to the end, the end cause user. We're now, currently in our model... We don't have any admin costs. 
We don't have any wages costs. That is all covered by our private enterprise. So that allows every single every single cent that we raise in due south model goes back to the veterans. And we actually have the 90-10 principle that we have that states if someone donates a dollar to us, 90 cents that has to go to the end user, the end cause, and only 10% can be sucked up in administration costs. Yeah, right. Since we've started operating due south, um, we're running at 100%. We haven't used any any money for administration. So every single cent that we've been given or used by private enterprises being given to us has gone to the end user, wow. which is awesome. Yeah, that's unheard of, isn't it? And that's yeah. why people go to us, yeah, how how are you guys growing so fast? Well, because everything every cent we get is going to where it needs to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's why we why we're rolling so quick and it's just Really good work, uh, goodwill. So we've got basically, if you like to talk about a model in, in more depth, is we've basically got our seasonal south motel, which is a large motel here in Alveston on the northwest coast. Every Joe Blow can come and stay here. It's a normal motel. But the, the other side of the motel is a massive big function area, uh, which we've turned into our community hub. It's our clubhouse. We've got a large gym and a large hypotherapy pool. Um so then we, that allows Juice South then to have guys and girls come in to have all their rehab training, get together for social meetups, run all our uh, mental health first aid courses, uh, stress courses, plus it gives a hub where we've got guys and girls coming in every day just volunteers because as you, you're probably more aware than what I am is when you're medically discharged or you're waiting to medically discharge from the police, ambos, the, the military, you're in, a, you're in a no man's land Yeah. or even when you are what are you doing yourself? These guys and girls are stuck at home and that's when silly things happen and yeah. people do do the, you know, the, what we don't like to talk about. But so by by default, we've actually come as a place where we've got guys and girls rocking up every day, either coming to the farm, helping out at Due South, help cooking or whatever it is because it gives them, everyone needs a sense of purpose and that's what it's given, given our guys and girls as well, um, which is something we didn't actually plan on but that's that, that's actually evolved out of this whole model. Yeah, right. As well. So, um, with regards to the actual organisation, just give us a rundown on who your target audience is, I guess, and then who your well, sorry, what services or what supports you're actually extending to them. So we do any veteran or any first responder, uh, former or current serving. That's that we do plus the community. So we don't actually look. As you've probably heard, a lot of the veteran hubs, a lot of veteran hubs, all our money's going to veteran hubs around Australia. We don't actually like that term veteran hub because that's actually wedging you back into a corner again. We we have a three-spear. So we have the, the veterans, the first responders and the community because what we want to do is relink everyone back into the community, you know. Yeah. Military service or first responder service was a part of your life. It's not your life, you know what I mean, and, and we all got to move on. So we, we're giving that element there. We, we, we're we getting guys and girls that relinking with other people from other services or people who have never served, they're just good people who want to give back, link them all in and, and have that, they'll find that common interest. So if they want to go fishing, they'll come and sign out the fishing rods, they'll go fishing for the day. Or if they want to go mountain bike riding, they sign out the bikes for the day and they go mountain bike riding. So it's giving them people resources and a common link to work yeah. together. So that's the day-to-day stuff. But between July and November, we run our, run our mid-year resets, which is our three- to five-day courses where we fly guys and girls from all around Australia here and we actually run courses where mindfulness, yoga in the morning. We might go clay target shooting in the afternoon. The next day we might go mountain bike riding. The next day we might go 
fly fishing, whatever fly fishers, you know, world champion fly fishers here, guys. And then we'll have a day off in between where they'll just hang out here in the pool, the clubhouse, and just chill out. We never have a classroom lesson. All our specialists that we fly in as well to help out with the courses, it all happens naturally. And that's what it's all about. This is about just people getting together, reconnecting, because that's what we like to do. That's what we, we all, we're team members in the military, the first responders. We like working as a team. We like getting yeah. in and... and one of the biggest feedbacks we got from our last course from the two commando unit that we brought down here, and they're the guys that had the most casualties in in Afghanistan through Cam's cause. Um, but the guys, and they actually said we want to keep the bus trips. So you know, when we go out um, fishing or we go out whatever we do activities today, they said, "Oh, don't cut the bus trips down because that's the part we like because that's when we get the banter and we start yeah they, they talk and have a good old laugh." So. It's just reconnecting. Everyone needs a purpose and reconnect with people, you know, and, and that's – we just say what we do is quite simple but high impact because, yeah, yeah. yes, it's not, it's not a hard concept really. Yeah, yeah. no, but yeah. I, I, like as you said, it's exactly what people are yearning for, I suppose, in the sense of having that opportunity to connect with people that they're familiar with or, you know, comfortable around again and then, uh, like they said, get on the bus and then it all starts happening. Uh, they're, they're all yeah. having a ball again and then, you know, that's exactly what you're what you're after, yeah. isn't it, to give it's people pretty, a break? pretty powerful stuff. And I've never been, you know, 20-odd years in the military and, and so forth. I've never been an emotional person. But I tell you what, in the last nine months since we've really stepped forth with this model, I tell you what, it pulls the heartstrings. Yeah. Seeing, you know, what comes out, some of these, you know, big burly blokes and yeah. um and girls, all these girls, you know, what they've been through. And, you know, they come up and say you've been a mum and dad for the for the last three days. <laughs> thank you. You know, it's, and that's that's all it's about is what do you do it? I say, well you do one of these courses and and you see the how people come in and how they leave, that you know, that that does everything, you know. And and we don't just do courses. We've done memorial. So you know, we, we, some guys are taking their lives. We've done a memorial for one of the guys that you know their family was doing hard. So we've got their family down here, all their rallies and their mates, and uh, we gave them a week holiday in Tassie, right. and we did a big mural, mural, mural at the back of the motel for them um, in our beer garden. So um, so to see the family coming in a dark spot, but actually leaving, feeling that their, their son's life wasn't in vain. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Um, it just it's just simple things that we need to do where you know another memorial we did for another guy ben he's a navy guy left the navy was out for a few years got killed in an accident and the local rsl on that was because he wasn't serving wasn't a member but nothing was done for this poor family so we just you know did, we did a memorial for him happen. you know and, and out of that we've got a lovely family now they're full-on volunteers through g south giving it's back right. because they want to give yeah, and we've got it's just the Juice South family. It's just it's beautiful. It's it's a real it's, it's a powerful thing. Yeah, yeah. right. Now yeah. I didn't actually understand that you were uh, I had the reach into other states in the mainland insofar as offering courses and and all sorts of things down there. So yeah, that's fantastic. So what ratio or what proportion of people either volunteering or I suppose participating in the in the services and things you have running there from Tassie or what what sort of the ratio is it from the mainland to Tassie? Current resets are mostly ninety five percent mainland. We're right. flying the guys and girls in. We're actually doing a uh, an all <laughs> this is a brilliant one. We're doing an all females um reset course in September, run by Jodie Allen. She's an awesome nutritionist, ex-Air Force lady. 
Uh, she runs all our yoga and mindfulness. So she's coming down as she does for all our courses. Um, so this is all females run by all females. So us blokes have nothing to do with it. We'll be nice. the cooks, we'll be the drivers in the background to make things happen. Um, but this allows the girls who have had a bad time in the, in the service or recovering from something to just have females around. And, and then they'll go and do their mindful yoga, they'll go and do their pottery, they'll go and do what women like to do. Yeah. Um, and they'll enjoy the, enjoy the experience together like us guys do when we go take target shooting and, and so forth. Yeah, you right. Know, different things that we like to do. So, so there's a real broad spectrum of sort of activities that you've got available for whoever likes what. I, I just had no yeah, idea well, you had that many things. Signing out fishing rods sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, well, we, you know, we've got um, three home, purpose, purposefully designed homes. We've got the farm, we've got the off-grid property, which we've had to build a 10-berth cabin on that. And then we've got the motel, which is our indie room, and we've got our clubhouse. So this, there's over, currently there's over $7 million in infrastructure that's private infrastructure that's been put into this. So, yeah, and it's, and it's growing. We've got bigger plans coming forth. I don't know if you ever watched the series Yellowstone? Yeah, for sure. On, uh, Absolutely. Yeah, so without the drama, that's our next our next step is we're going to buy a bigger farm. Right. Um, we're going to buy a ranch, and basically our setup is that everything will be on that ranch. So you'll go in, we'll have horses, we'll have the we'll have the cattle going, we'll have a clay target shooting range, we'll have our pistol range, we'll have our fishing, we'll have everything will be in one one group. And people look at it and go, oh, it's a big dream. Well, three years ago they laughed at this concept, <laughs> um, and no one's laughing now. Yeah, right. So. Uh, this is uh, this this is going big. Um, we didn't plan. This was never when I found this. Never planned to be that. But it's just good people giving back. Like there's there's some people here giving back 30, 40 hours a week or more, yeah. volunteering. You know that's unheard. Of. Yeah. So and I do. This is my full time job, but I volunteer here full time myself. Um, and that's purely out of being able. Like I don't know if you want to talk about the story how. How we come about doing all I was this. just about to ask you, how on earth did you get this get it started? Like <laughs> it's like you're talking about all these millions of dollars worth of, I suppose, rolling investments or infrastructure that is part of the Due South Incorporation. And I, I'm yep. just really trying to yep. rattle my brain to work out how that got off the ground. Well, mate, if you ask anyone, they say the government gave us the money or we won it in lotto, but that's <laughs> not the truth. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a lot of investing. Um, my family, well, my service, 24 years, every holiday I got was either buying a home, renovating, building units, and build up a large property portfolio. Um, and now I've got other businesses and so forth. Um, and and we're, we are a major provider of seasonal workers from the Pacific Islands into the northern Tasmania, which is a food bowl. Yeah, of, right. Um, so, so that's how Due South was founded is we kind of felt guilty that we're sitting back going, we've got all these homes sitting vacant for five months a year. Let's let's do something. So we thought we started getting families, flying families down or, you know, local families, veterans and so forth to give them a bit of a break and get the green out the family, you know, you're having a bit of trouble. Yeah. Um, and then a chance meeting with a good mate, uh, we become really good mates, Barry. I talking about the concept. I said, we need a, we need an engine room. We need, our own revenue. This is this works well, but we could we could do so much. And he goes, I showed him the motel. He goes, well, let's buy it. So <laughs> we went halves in a motel, and we don't take anything out of it apart from buying the asset, knowing the asset. Uh, everything goes back now to supporting 
due south. Right. Um, and then within the first week of actually owning motel, we started renovating the, the guy next door, Tim, an army vet, um, medically discharged. I want to go his side too much, but he was lost. But he had his, he bought himself a farm when he got out. And uh, he loved the concept and goes, let's use my farm. Brilliant. Right. So we've got a farm. And and when I got out, um, I was lost. I got myself an off-grid property. So I go and hide up in the bush all day. Um, and that's not good for anyone. So we basically brought it all together. And it's just like-minded people. We Some of us, you know, we've got the homes. Barry and I got the motel together. I've got, you know, and Tim with, with a family farm. We've just come together with, with like-minded people and not one of us take a cent. And all and all our volunteers come in and and help make it run. So, wow. so uh, that's how we do it. And straight we, up out of all of your own personal assets and investments, you kicked it away. I thought all you military yeah. guys, when you had holidays, you went over to Bali and got in trouble and fights and drank all your all your money from overseas and then went back over <laughs> went back to work. I didn't know you went came <laughs> came home and built built houses and stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah, mate, I don't, I don't know, I'm probably the one percenter, mate, but I used to drive a, <laughs> a little out of Corolla to work every day and called the hairdresser car and I got paid out all the time. The boys are driving their big fancy car, so that's yeah. the money went in the right way. But now it's, um, you know, but you get it, like Barry says, you know, you can have all this wealth, you can you can buy the biggest homes, you can do whatever you know want to do, um, but... I tell you what, mate. If you can give it back, um, everything comes back in tenfold in the emotion, the feeling. Like I've got a sense of purpose. Some around people have got a sense of purpose. It's it's just a beautiful thing, you know. It's yeah. it's hard to explain, really. You know, but, uh, yeah. I get it though, because a lot of a lot of the reason I put the effort into this platform that I do now is not only is it part of a walk that's part of a bigger bigger picture yet again, but personally, I get a lot out of just sharing other people's stories that, you know, I hear back from someone out of the blue to go, wow, I, that was really what I needed to hear or I just, you know, that really inspired me to go and do something different. And I hear that and it just makes it all worthwhile. Yep. It's like my own my own uh, therapy, my own, you know, it's, it's part of how I'm helping myself going forward. And, yeah, I completely understand what you mean by that feeling that you get from giving back to people but also helping them at the same time. Yeah, and that's what the docs, you know, my doctor said to me that uh, this is my medicine, um, juice out's my medicine, and it, it truly is. Um, I don't like to talk about, I find it hard to talk about my own experience, I suppose we all do, I'm still dealing how to, to talk about, you know, now I'm on a podcast, here, but every bus going <laughs> to hear it, but <laughs> that's, um, it's hard to, it's, it's hard to do, you know, I, I've done some deployments, um, one of the hardest one I did was Ben Arche, the Boxing Day tsunami back in 2004 or five. Um, our team was the first on the ground. So we expected, you know, 5,000 people dead. I think the first day it was 50,000, 60,000 expected dead. Um, and I've seen some very hard men cry and break down, you know, and we, we had to, you know, deal with like, like a Coles car park just lined up of people trying to be treated and staying there, you know, until they died. And then, yeah. And then have to put them on the back of the truck and mass grey. You know, it's just people being amputated without any morphine, and it was pretty, pretty moving stuff. And that didn't affect me. You know, it didn't. Oh, I didn't. Have, didn't think it affected me. And, yeah. and years on, 
was until um, the MH17 crash uh, in the Ukraine in 2014. Um, we went over and recovered the bodies and brought them back to the Netherlands. And it wasn't until we were putting the coffins on the uh, on the aircraft, the smells come back. You know, and uh, and that uh, that affected me pretty hard. So <clears throat> in, yeah, so to be in a position where you can actually give back now yeah. is and some of the world, especially these uh, commandos and stuff, have been seen some horrific stuff. They had some horrific injuries, and not even that. That it's, it's not, there's other people. Everyone had it's all types of uh, yeah. trauma. Yeah. But but for us to be able to in a position where we actually say, hey, you know what? We have the resources. We have the goodwill. We can actually make some of our lives better. And in turn, by default, we're actually healing ourselves. Yeah. I, I, I think it's pretty, pretty moving, pretty moving stuff. Wow. So, um, yeah, that's I don't, what I just told you. I don't know how many people will listen to your stuff, but <laughs> <laughs> I've just let it happen. My parents and whoever listened to it and a lot of friends have never, probably never heard that. Never but, heard um, yeah, right. Yeah. So, but it, it needs to be told. Um, it, and it's part of your amazing backstory, you know, like when you're knowing that about you and what you've decided to do with you know, what you've worked for and, and how you've sort of structured your life throughout your career and what you've actually done in your career and now you're just literally giving it all back to to other people with, you know, similar and dissimilar experiences but probably probably got that commonality of some sort of impact from their service and it doesn't everyone's, – everyone's experience is different. That's one thing I'm learning really quickly is, you know, everyone's got a different story to tell. Everyone's affected by things differently everyone's got a different threshold but ultimately end of the day a lot of people are struggling through, struggling through the same stuff you know as a as a consequence and you know those battles are very similar those those things they're trying to work out the, the are similar the you know what they've got to try and resolve in their own life is pretty similar so it's amazing that you've had that you know epic backstory of a career that you've obviously had and decided you know to just devote your time now and and your resources and everything that you've got to helping other people that's that's the amazing part i think of this story that just captured me and i went there's something different about these guys down there and i i really want to have a chat to them so uh you know there it is yeah but it's not just yeah i know you say me it's not just me mate it's a it's an amazing team here and you know i'm just we don't we don't talk about who's who in the zoo of our organisation. We don't put up who's president, who's secretary, who's who, who's founder. Yeah. We don't care about that. We just, we're just a team and um, and all of us are giving back and some of us have put a lot of resources in and a lot of time and, you know, effort. But the most important thing is all these volunteers that give the most precious commodity commodity on earth is, is their time. Yeah. You know, they give up their time and choose to to help and, and help other people. And, you know, and that's what I love about our, our three spears, is the veterans, first responders and the community because we're all in the club. We're not just, it's all of us. We're yeah. all just, everyone brings a skill set, you know what I mean? It's, it's amazing. You sit there and go, oh, how do you do this? I used to do this. I used to do that. And I used to be a landscaper. I used to be, everyone just comes in and, and plays their, their, their key part. Yeah. And that's, 
whether it's driving the bus, the course, they're out the back corners. You know, we run in our function centre and our clubhouse, we run anywhere in between five to ten functions a month without even trying. And they're all volunteers coming in, cooking, prepping the night before. Right. Coming through the day, through the night, the weekend, serving, serving beer. And that's how we raise revenue. Yeah. So for our club, but then back by the by the motel, the accommodation side, which backs up the resource where we can go out and buy more more resource, more assets to keep growing Grew South. And our clubhouse actually generates all that money where we have community groups that come in, businesses come in, run their normal functions. So we have people who say to us, how can we support you South? I say, well, you are. By you having your 40th birthday here, having a feed and having a few beers, having a great time, you've donated. Yeah, you've right. You've donated to us. So by so that's what we actually say to people. You don't need to as I had to we I'll donate 20 bucks. No, we don't, we don't want you to donate. Yeah. That's what I don't like is you look at a charity and every every second time is someone going, donate, please donate, please donate. Here's a sob story. Please donate, please donate. No, we don't need that. Just come and enjoy. Do what you're normally going to do. We'll give you a great time, a great feed. You give us the money, all that money will go to to our next course or our next event. Yeah. Um and I think that's Kind of, sets, kind of sets us apart a little bit. Um, and it's taken a lot to get that word out because everyone goes, well, what's in it for you? Yeah. What's in it for you? You know, and you've got to, you've, got to make, you've got to be making some money out of it somewhere. No, we're not. And yeah. and we can't wait to, to open our financial books up and go, there it is. Yeah, you know, right. That's, you know, um, yeah, it, it's the same with our merchandise. We uh, if we tell us, say, I can say we sell our shirts for 25 bucks. Our cost is seventeen dollars. So on our on our on our tag, what we sell, we go the price is twenty five dollars. The cost of the shirt was seventeen. The profit was eight dollars. We class it as a donation to to Jew South. Thank yeah, you. Okay. So we show exactly what exactly what we make. We want to be open and transparent because I think that's what needs to happen in this beer, especially these non not for profits um, in the in the veteran sphere. Because if one of these guys. Uh, one of these organisations come unstuck and all it's going to do is hurt the veterans and the first responders because people won't want to donate. You know, yeah. people won't want to help the veterans. Uh, we don't want to do that. We and, and and the only way we can kind of do that is don't talk the talk, walk the walk yeah. and do it. And that's what we're doing. Um, and um, I think it's <laughs> it's stirring a few up, but yeah. if that's stirring them up, well, that's they're doing the right thing. It's, it's it is a really different story, and I think, you know, realistically, that's I, I don't know why I it caught my eye in the first instance, but as soon as I read a little bit about the organisation that you're you're part of down there, I won't call you the uh, I won't give you a position. I'll just leave that be <laughs> that, that organisation you're part of, Pete, Pete from yeah. Due South. Um, you know, it just it looked different, and uh, and I'm and I'm really glad to hear it's probably in my mind what I'd hoped. It might have been, and it's amazing because, I mean, you look at your your website, and you know you've got your facilities outlined there: your homes, your farm, your wellness center. You've got your adventures listed, the corporate uh, opportunities, and then your merchandise side of the house as well. And it's, you know, it's it's an it's a fantastic spectrum of function that you've put together just through what obviously started as an idea between a few like-minded people and a and a whole bunch of hard work 
And yeah, wow, it's yep. just it's amazing to hear that you're helping people all around Australia already. And so, what are, what are the plans for the future going forward? Like you're saying that it's getting big quickly, and and I know we spoke a little bit about this uh, in in lining up this podcast about how you you're quite aware of not wanting to get too big too quickly and losing that basis for what makes you different in the sense that it's a hundred percent volunteer run. It's not you know, it's not reliant upon government grants or, you know, major contributions from donations. So what are your plans? The immediate plan is now we've got our wellness and reconnection centre, which will be officially open next month. So that we'll get that where all the providers will come and use our gym and, and pool fully. Um, so that means that stage is done. The next stage is our activity uh, where we want to be every day going out over fishing, boat, you know, mountain bike riding, bushwalking, you might be knitting. I don't care what your activity is. It's like-minded people. Whatever you like to do, with it, it doesn't really matter. But it's it's having its that, that worth. So a whole idea is to have the activity. So seven days of the week there'll be something happening. There might be three activities where the bus will go out with the group going bushwalking. A group will go out fishing on the boat. Another group will do catch up in town for coffee. Another group will be in a veggie garden at Due South. But at night time, other people might just come in and say, hey, on the app, what's going on? We'll cook burgers when everyone gets back. Yeah. Um, so that's the whole idea is to have that, that activities happening every day. So that connection. And then these guys and girls that actually want to um, then come instructed or instructors or help out on the courses that we run our mid-year reset courses where we actually fly people in for our actual wellness courses they're the volunteers will be the background because we basically what, what we basically call ourselves is a um we're um a logistical hub with dedicated resources. So basically Juice Help is basically will work ahead of the activity, behind the activity to the side of the activity to make it happen. So the people here get the benefit from the course. And then and then we've got ded- dedicated resources. We've got all the equipment. Um and we're hopefully in the next, we've told the next 12 months is buying the toys. So we plan to buy the big fishing boat um, and a few other come. bigger toys. So <laughs> that'll give other, you know, so that's what's coming, um, that side of it. And then um, Barry and uh, myself at the moment looking at the ranch. So the, by the we have the resources now to do that. So we're going to look at um, buying locally, big property and that'll be our main where everyone can go we'll have a wellness center here but we'll have a real big property where we can actually and then hopefully be able to do them courses wellness courses 12 months of the year um and then we'll be able to yeah, right. yeah we can, this model could be picked up and taken anywhere the, the private enterprise but it's got to be a lot of give back but the good thing about the local economy here is we've got really good people coming into our town yeah alston in the town of memorial parks is a very military town and it's actually good here. You're in the wilderness, the fresh air, um, you're in the back door to Cradle Mountain and so forth. I was going to say, just just to, just for people that aren't too familiar with Tassie, whereabouts in Tassie with relation to probably Hobart and also the you know north, south, west yep. coast, is it? So uh, if you probably the easiest reference would probably be the spirit of Tasmania, about 15 minutes from that. We're right at the top of Tassie in the middle yep. um, and um, we're about 40 minutes from Cradle Mountain. Um, and we're about three and a half hours drive to Hobart. Um, but this is the doorstep to some of the best wilderness mountain yeah. bike track. Like we say, our hub away due south here is our 
like a footy club room. He said, this is like a footy club room. You come in here, we've got everything like a normal footy club has, but better. I said, and out there is our playground. That's our footy ground. Is the, that's out there, the wilderness, yeah. everything. So, yeah, and it's, you couldn't find a better part of it. I, I can't say the get- therapy within itself, really. I was only talking to someone the other day on a, on a different podcast, actually, uh, about that place that people sometimes – or place that people that know what being bush is like and how much it actually can ground you and bring you back to where you need to be and you you miss it and you need it sometimes. And, yeah, that that uh, Cradle Mountain region down there, that's wild country but bloody beautiful. beautiful. And, that, and that's why it's called GSL. The whole time I was in the military, I was heading home. My compass was always focused due south. I was always heading home to Tasmania. Uh, Travelled over ninety different countries, or you know, some of them over thirty times in my military career, and um, I've never found a better place. So I'm very lucky and fortunate to be brought up in such a yeah a beautiful part of the world, and 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 um, you know, the, have the family here and bring the young fella up, and where what I had and a good focus at home, you know. So um, yeah, nah, I. You have to come down, mate. You have to come oh, down and see. Man, I can't <laughs> wait. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to come down and have a look at it in the flesh. But um, one thing that's jumped into my mind, you've you've hit me with the uh, the Yellowstone analogy. I'm just hoping you've got some fun set aside for one of those monstrous big Dodge Rams for people to drive around in down there. My kids and I often drive around looking at those trucks <laughs> going, oh, man, I'd love one of those things. <laughs> yeah. I put one through Monday. Uh, Limited edition, she's me big black girl. She's beautiful. <laughs> awesome stuff. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. The best thing out of this, mate, when you look at the whole thing, this has cost the taxpayer zero. Yeah. So you look at all these these charities. I know there's some good ones out there and then people are trying their best, but this is a model that can be picked up because it's not actually this has not cost a cent. You know, what I mean that's we look at our numbers, we keep all our data of our mental health courses, our wellness courses versus wonder courses. And the numbers are pumping through. It's just, it's amazing. And that's not actually cost a cent. It's actually brought money and revenue into Tassie yeah. because people flying in, spending money here and they've got time off. It's, and in doing that, that model, that means this can be picked up and moved around. Um, like the CAMS cause guys, because um, Cam Bird VC and G, um, he was from Bernie, who got killed in Afghanistan. And that's yeah. the, the boys that go, that's how doors come around. They actually bring the guys and girls of the guys and that down here back to Tassie because that's where Cam was from. Right. And this was costing tens of thousands of dollars. So you imagine how what it costs to run these courses that these guys pay. Now we can do we're doing they're doing two of them. We're doing two for this year for these guys because all they have to do is get the Launceston Airport. Nothing designed for expense. We'll look after it. You know? There yeah, might be a few right. other expenses. For if they want to do something specialist like, uh, say, get an expert in to do the mountain bike riding or so forth, there might be some little little expenses from there. But we cover all the food, all the accommodation, all the transport. Yeah, so it's just like the, the all-female course we're running, we're covering everything, 100% of it. Awesome. So, um, and by default, because we buy the food, we're doing the cooking, we've got no wages, so it just brings down the cost. Yeah, we use, right. our, use our homes no cost they're sitting there anyway so yep. this is how we can reduce uh, reduce our overheads and actually do, and what we do we don't actually put that money to the side i told we have a thing i think in our charity model is we don't need to store money there for a rainy day right we've got the private enterprise that does 
it means South is here to deliver the product. If we've got resources, we've got money there, let's do more courses. Yeah, let's right. spend it and we'll back it up again because we've got a private enterprise that will back us up yeah. if if there's any calls. And that just allows us to do more and more courses, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, yesterday, the day before, we did 19 people through a stress course just here in our, in our community hub, you know. It's it's real results. Yeah, it right. really yeah, is. That, that were just community members, not veterans or first responders, just for the community, was it? All three. Right. All three. Some veterans, some first responders, some community. Awesome. Yep. Um, and that's what we try and do. And we actually asked other groups that if they're running courses that there might be a small fee for that course to, to attend. We'll say, we'll give you all our facilities. We'll give you morning tea. We'll give you that for free. Yep. If you allow us to put a couple of veterans on for free. Right. That's the okay. give back. Okay. So if you, you can run your course. We'll give it to you free, but we can throw our veterans and our first years on, on, on for free on some of these courses. Some of the courses we pay for fully, yep. but there's other specialist courses. People got to people got to make a living, you know. So yeah, yeah. Um, there's specialists who run a, run a course, might be a first aid course. We'll say, well, you want to run 15 through your first aid course for 125 bucks a head or whatever it is. We'll say, well, we'll give you all our facilities for free. Give us two spots for veterans first responders. We'll throw out the call and we'll put a couple of guys on. They get the qualifications for free. Yeah. And that's that's how we kind kind of work our model as well. Yeah, yeah. So, so um, have you got any plans? I know we, we're talking about the plans for the ranch and the big Dodge Rams, but is there yeah. any plans to head due north and establish a yeah. like a, I suppose a presence up on the mainland at all, or is a is do you, are you intent on keeping it Tassie based and servicing you know the the broader communities that we're talking about? Yeah, well. Juice can, yeah, can go anywhere. This model can be picked up. There's thousands of motels out there. <laughs> um, so there is a model that can can do this. But but to do this, the goodwill's got to be there as well. So they've got to be the people that don't want to look after their own back pockets first. Yeah. So you buy, you know, the motel. So, but with the private enterprise side of it, we can actually pick this up, have the, the private side of it fund it, and have a like we do down here. So this model, yeah, it's designed. We designed it. We designed a constitution. We designed everything for this to go as big as it needs to go. Yeah, okay. Um, but all we all we worried at the moment is the doing the good product here. Um, prove this concept works because it does work. Yep. So the first thing is here now. Let's get in Tassie. She's grown so fast. It's getting big. Within a couple of years' time, this will be fully established. And just fully operational. At the moment, we're operating and we're building, so yeah, it's just crazy. Okay. You know? um, but we'll get we'll get this to a stage in within eighteen months to twenty four months where we'll be fully, fully just operational, and then, and hopefully then it might open a few eyes up out there in the political spectrum that goes, um, oh, there's actually a better way of doing this because as we all know, the funds are tightening up, um, yeah. and we can't have Every every couple of years, you know, giving grants, and then two years later, going, oh, I can keep on going if you give some more money. Yeah. You know, over two years. With this, going to them, we don't need that. And the best thing is to do when when people come and see us, we don't have to say, oh, we can do this if you give us this. Yeah. Um, but you know, if, if the government got on board with us, we could instead of being our five year plan, a ten year plan, we'll do it in a yeah. third of the time. You know. Um, yeah, it's a surprising and a little bit sad, I guess, the constraints that are put on some of those other organisations that are that are out there in the like that 
purport to be helping people like me, but actually, unfortunately, due to their funding parameters or whatever whatever their configuration for their structure is, they just can't help. Like there's a black line on their page where they go, if you fit this criteria, we can't help you at all. And that's quite sad when you're that person on the yeah. other side of the line. But but on, on a different note, down in um, Tassie, you've just reminded me, Alveston, we had Senator Ann Urquhart on and uh, Simone Haig, the uh, ambulance officer from down that way as well, from your local neck of the woods exactly, isn't it? Yep, yeah. Uh, Ann Urquhart, i tell you what, amazing woman. I like it. You talk about politicians, I'll tell you what, I put my hand on the heart and say she's a, a true, true lady of a word and um, she's been backing us 100% in trying to get, she done a talk in Parliament on us. She pops in, see how we're going, and she popped in on um, Anzac Day, she opened our memorial garden. Oh, nice. Um, that we've got out the front and carrying flags. So she's just promoting, and she like she said, this concept is something, it's a new standard. Yeah. And she knows that this can be picked up and taken around the country. Um, so... You know, there's a lot of senators out there um, that promote veterans and they talk about veterans, but I've, I've never seen them <laughs> come, come and yeah, see right. So, uh, yeah, that's yeah, sad. But, but yeah, actually, yeah, to be honest with you, when I uh, when I spoke to uh, Ian Urquhart on the podcast, she couldn't have been any more different than what I was expecting, I don't think. You know, you have this, you have this preconceived idea of what a politician's going to be like and the spin they're going to throw on everything. And she was just a straight shooter that, you know, genuinely seemed committed to pushing that Senate report and those outcomes that are that are all about helping particularly first responders, that particular Senate report. But, you know, generally speaking yep. about the welfare of people that have given given their all and been a bit banged up by it, she, she you know, she was, yeah, you know, she was genuinely engaged in yes. working forward. Yeah, and I told I call the first responders the poor cousin, and that's not being disrespectful. They're state funded. Yeah. They just don't have the resources to help these guys out. Being military, you know, DVA, like they might be the perfect model, I tell you what, but it's pretty bloody damn good when you look at anything else. Yeah. You know, you look at the, the poor first responders, and, you know, there's 60-plus first responders in Tasmania moment on medical leave for sort, all sorts of reasons. Who's looking after these guys and girls at the moment? Yeah. No, they're sitting at home waiting to be uh, medically discharged or or move on to their next time of life where they can't let it go. What's happening to them during the working days? We've got guys and girls like they're coming in here and spending time with us, coming helping the farm to give them a sense of purpose. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, like we spoke about earlier. And that's and that's a that's something I never thought about. That's just evolved. And um, you know, because if We've all, you know, been dark holes, and but if you haven't got a sense of purpose, you're sitting at home during the day. That's when things will go wrong, mm. and um, and I'll be trying to push, push, and push the state down here to go. Hey, this has cost you nothing. All we're asking for you is to tell your first responders yeah. we're here. This is what we provide. We'll do the rest, mate. It'd be like I'm. It's like I'm going to ask them for ten million dollars to come help me. <laughs> they're probably the waiting team. for it from you. They're probably they're probably nervously thinking, oh, here it comes, here it comes. Yeah, we're saying, look, <laughs> we've got the yeah, yeah. yeah. All I even had a politician pull me aside. Federal politician here, he's still in, but they're not in government anymore. Local one, ex-veteran, goes to me. Um, so what do you want? <laughs> I said, mate, we don't want anything. We're just telling you what we've got. Like, 
I don't understand it. This this is private enterprise is giving you this on a platter yeah. to try and help these guys and girls with no catch. <laughs> what more can you do? I, I you know, and Anne Urquhart sees that and she's she's fighting that battle for us. You know, yeah. I'm not as you probably as I come across. Yeah, I'm not a well that well spoken or political kind of person, but we should get runs on the boards and hopefully that will that will show in the future moving forward. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Wow, what an exciting time for you guys, like in the expansion that, that's happening and what you're forecasting and just seeing those figures, you know, having having groups like Cam's Cause, which is, you know, it's a pretty well-known group supporting some pretty extreme cases of people that have done amazing stuff and, you know, you look at, you look at what they're about and you think, wow, yeah. you know, you've got them coming through the door, you've got local first responders, community yeah. members... Massive he, spectrum. Well, here's some of the goodwill. Cam's cause, they're going, one of the guys, they're saying, what's the catch here? And I'm going the first few days, what do you mean, what's the catch? And they said, this is too damn good. I said, no, well, this is what it is. And we wouldn't take anything from, you know, wouldn't take anything, the whole thing. They wouldn't even pay for a beer. Everything was free. It's just, so the silly buggers, they are uh, through SMAI, um, National you know, Big Training Group, sport equipment, a truck rocked up. Pallets full of sporting equipment. So they, our gym we built is stocked with all the tens of thousands of dollars worth of equipment was donated to it. And wow. I said, "What's the random, what the hell's going on?" This said, "Well, you bastards wouldn't take anything. Well, it's here now. So <laughs> <laughs> use it." How good's that? <laughs> you know, and, and then we got um, the QHI group, which is Smart Kids Australia. Is another veteran um, company up in Queensland. They ran a competition last year for six weeks. We did, they rang and said, we, we'd like to give back to veterans. We were veterans ourselves. So 50 bucks from each each um, each shed we sell, we'll give you, we'll give you, um, each shed will give you $50. So we got $10,350 in that six-week period donated to us for our community hub. So, wow. and, you know, and I, I didn't know, I knew of the guy. Um, he was in my unit, but we never served together. Uh, Scott, but he's, yeah, coming Smart Kids Australia was, that's some of the pretty warming stuff. You know, they yeah. see what you're doing, going, hey, we want to give back. So um, once again, it's it's all been private enterprise that's yeah. that that's come on board and be able to do what we've done. So um uh. no, it's uh, you know, I think once we just want to get the word out and, and yeah. hopefully shows shows like in the podcasts and so forth can um help spread the word and and people can actually read for themselves, give us a call, send us an email. Our team's quite happy and open to give you ideas and help. Yeah, if they want to do something themselves, we're not. We don't. This is not our little thing. We're holding to our chest tight. If if more people can do more stuff and give back, the more lives you're going to save. You know, and yeah. like Barry says, you know, if this only saves one life, well, you know, speaks for itself, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. And that's not a throwaway line. I think, you know, we have we've had people here that uh, some of our first responders that are. Didn't rock up for an event near a back spot. So one of the guys are going to car go and pick them up and take them up to the farm for the day, or just take them for a coffee, or we've got an event. They'll take them out of the back and well, let's just do some dishes. Let's help out just to get them out of that, yeah, right. of that spot. Okay? And that's so that's really good. It's just that network of knowing someone's not right today. That's you know that's do it all. Someone's having a problem with the the booze. We don't make we don't have to make money out of a bar. Yeah. Like that's for our private function. That we just close and have coke for the night. Yeah, that's. Yeah. It's people knowing, and that's that's what we want to grow. Is that we call it the juice out family, and that's 
that's what we're really, really trying to do. Now, I think the genuineness of some of those more informal approaches and, and more, you know, certainly, I suppose, personally engaging interactions you have with people that genuinely actually understand where you're at and are, are more genuine about are certainly more impactful, I think, and, and than those tokenistic things or those, I, I guess, those one-step-removed supports that might be there that you have no connection with, I think. You know what you're talking about now is certainly you yeah. know, far more helpful uh, in the in those sort of circumstances where it's needed. But I'm assuming down there from a from a you know, visibility point of view about what you're doing. I'm, I'm assuming down in Tassie you're, you're reasonably well known, but if someone up in the mainland, you know, is not in a good place or, you know, hears this story about what your what you do down there, are they able to get in touch with you and come down for a break or what, what, can, what can you do for them is probably my question. At the moment, locally it's we get the guys and girls come in our – National approach at the moment is our courses. So, yeah. I employ the the um, guys and girls out there is follow our website, follow our Facebook, see our courses popping up, send an email say you're interested. We'll send out the special interest. We'll get you. Uh, we'll get you on a, on a, one of our courses. Yeah, we try to run mid year reset courses. We're trying to do between uh, up to six during that period at the moment between July and November. Um, as you can see, they're a lot of work, three to five days, yeah. not just three to five days, it's yeah. a couple of weeks long enough, you know, and you ask you a lot of your volunteers. Um, so we do that. We hopefully do that 12 months once we get the big the big ranch. But during our day, we've got our wellness centre, which which helps the locals and so forth. But, yeah, guys and girls around the country, get in contact us, see when our next our next courses are, yep. and um, we'll get you, get you, try and get you on one of them courses. That's um what what we'll do, yeah. You know, if anyone wants to really support it, they come to Tassie, come and stay at a motel, fifteen minutes from the boat. Before you leave or, or leave or go, Tassie, come and come and stay here. Um, and same with veterans, if you're if you're around and you're traveling through, or first responders coming through Tassie, drop in and stay. And you might want to volunteer or come to the farm and help out for the day. Yeah, and just joining one of the activities. And if there's a course on, help us cook or just join in. That's the opportunity as well. So um, the more the merrier. Yeah, awesome. So yeah. talking about your website and stuff, so your website is www.jewsouthoz.com.au and I'll put a link to that in the uh, show notes and the social media posts for this podcast. But uh, other than that, what's your? Um, are you on Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that as well? Yeah, just uh, Jew South on um, on Facebook and Jew South underscore Australia on uh, Instagram. Yep. Um, but we're very active on. Uh, I'm probably I'm in my mid forties now, mate. So I'm, I'm more <laughs> of a Facebook guy. Yeah. <laughs> I've got some of these younger ones volunteers here to uh, get on that Instagram side of it. But uh, we're very very uh, heavy on Facebook. Yeah. So if you're on a Facebook page, you'll see exactly what we're doing. Um, through that side of it, especially at, with our venture training, we've got some really good people coming on board, ex-veterans that are uh, very skilled in the adventure training side, uh, rock climbing, episodes, yeah, right. and we're going to really get in that spear. 
board. And the best thing about Due South is the age group. We, we, you know, um, some other organisations like myself, I don't don't like going into because I think it's more of an older crowd. We, our core age is, you know, in, in the in the thirties, which is unheard of. You right. know, so um, and that's the we're just young, um, you know, young fit. Well, rarely fit. Some people got you know some injuries and so forth, but it's just a, a good group like-minded people um and if you come with an activity we say here if you come with an idea and activity prepare to lead it yeah. and we'll give you the resources so so with the, with the wilderness side of it we're actually going to put uh, some guys and girls on the wilderness first aid course so so that'll give us some more skill sets taking these people on these long walks where we hopefully do the seven day hike through through cradle mountain we'll start doing doing them regularly yeah, that side right. where if we'll do that we'll give them the training and the resources to be able to run 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 them activities or we'll get in specialists to run it and our, our guys can can assist. So yep. we say look come with your ideas but prepare the lead lead with the with the idea yep. and we'll give you give you what you need to do it. Awesome yeah. stuff. Wow that's, yes. it's so diverse what yep. you're doing down there. Like it's it's really really amazing. And actually I had a funny feeling now that I think back about it. That's what actually caught my eye. There was a there was a picture of some mountain biking or something. I think it was on one of your yeah. one of your posts somewhere. I think I could yeah. caught my eye and I went, "Wow, what are they yep. doing?" So uh, yeah, there you go. Well, that's another default here. Is that we haven't actually covered? Is we only actually going to. By default, we're moving into a specialist medical centre. So our, our major big house here at the, at the motel is um, we're turning into our boardroom into a specialist room. So we've got a clin- clinical psychologist uh, who's a volunteer. We've got other medical experts. We've got a, a local lawyer that wants to help out. So they'll actually come and use our facilities here. Um, so then the veterans and that set of travelling now on the northwest coast a lot of them have got to travel to Launceston, you know, an hour and a half, an hour and 40 minutes away, which some people say that's not far. But when you're not in a good spot yeah, yeah. and then, you, then your partner's got to take time off work to take you there, yeah. bring you back, the financial implications, you know, by us now um, we're about to hopefully start the next two to three weeks is remodeling and get some specialist rooms. So these psychologists and specialists now will be able to use these rooms for free to then to bring these veterans back into this area here. Yeah, right. Or if it's not for free or a small fee, which will go back to the revenue for due south to, to do more. So yeah, right. um that wasn't planned either, was the, the, the medical center, but that's by default is happening. Uh by people actually saying, well, we'd use it. You know, if we had it here, we could bring, we could actually come and stay at your motel for a night and see patients for two days and, and go back to Lonsess instead of 10 patients or 12 patients driving down the highway to see them individually and then in serving all them families, the partners, the kids and so forth, um, we can kind of kind of kind of solve that that issue How as good well. Is that? So that's fantastic, isn't right. it? That you've got a solution for that regional because re- regional, you know, health is a problem in Australia yeah. generally, trying to get those services to to where the people are. That's fantastic that that's organically yeah. just happened. It is organically happened, and it's yeah. And 
I tell you what, we, we solve a lot of issues <laughs> by default. Um, and the best thing is about it is um, that it's private enterprise all give back that's done this. And um, there's no one here taking a cent for themselves. You know, it's, it, it, you know, it's cost a lot of people just in time. Yeah. And um, yeah, no, but uh, if, if people want to help us, just, you know, if you come to Tassie, come and stay with us. Yeah, have a party, come to a party at New South. If you're here, come volunteer. Let's let's as a as a community, let's come together and, and help these guys and girls that that, that have served our community in, in other capacities, whether it's the first responder front or the um the veteran spear. You know, we have now <laughs> it's a good thing we're doing we're doing the memorial garden out the front. We have ambos going past the lights and siren, you know, going to a job, bipping the horn and waving as they're going past, you know, <laughs> to take it out. Yeah, right. So, yeah, I think we must be doing something all right. So, yeah, good on no, you. Pretty, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, but thank you. I really, really appreciate you for getting the word out for us and and, and, uh, and yeah, talking no, to us. I'm I'm so glad we've been able to have this chat. And I've just learned so much more about Jew South as a as an organisation, as an entity. You know, like you know what a what a such a broad spectrum of things that you guys are using to to help people with it's it's quite amazing that you've done it and you've done it how you've done it that's that's the amazing part of this story but look thanks so much for coming on and letting us know all about it yeah no we've got a great team here and um that's what it's all about it's a, it's a team effort yeah, yeah good one all right thanks very much for your time thanks mate appreciate it You've been listening to the Heart to Heart Foundation podcast, people on their own journey for the awareness of mental health in our first responders. Thanks for listening and please remember to support our foundation by going to the webpage at www.hearttoheartwalk.org. That's www.heart2heartwalk.org or just Google it.